0: Hello and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers animated podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm Dim. And today we ask the question, where is thy sting? We're getting a little biblical. It's like a, it's like a Star Trek episode.
1: Ooh, <laughs> fancy.
0: That is the great thing about the that new Star Trek discovery, the episode titles are super pretentious like old <gasps> 60s Star Trek titles.
1: Ah, oh, I oh, need to watch that then. I want to watch the yeah. super pretentious titles.
0: I'd like to be able to watch it. Oh, yeah, I gotta, gotta, <sighs> gotta keep checking my Canadian privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to it, I have now seen Rain Wilson play Harry Mudd, uh, on broadcast television.
1: Ooh, uh, man.
0: Which no now means fair. that both, uh, portrayers of Harry Mudd have been on Transformers.
1: Yay! Yes. Because remember, I Wayne Wilson
0: was... has, like, one scene in Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Oh. Oh. That. <laughs> one of those things. Counts? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Stupid movies. <laughs>
0: So yeah, this is Where is Thy Sting, first aired March twenty-eighth, two thousand nine, uh written by Todd Casey, who previously wrote uh Nature Calls and Sorry No One's Home. We open in space. Sentinel Prime and... Where no
1: one can hear you scream. Yes.
0: Sentinel Prime and Jazz are on their ship. They are looking for... They are still on the hunt for Wasp.
1: So it is a really pretty recolor of uh, of an Omega Supreme style ship. It's, yes. It's very nice. I like their ship a lot. I want to live on it.
0: I think they call it the Steel Haven.
1: Oh, oh, what is that? That rings a bell.
0: That was... um. That
1: was the ship from the, that Fort Max and Blaster, Oh, I think just Fort was, May It was the
0: one from the Headmaster's comic series that went yes. to Nebulos or Nebulon, whatever they called it in the comics.
1: Oh, that was a good ship. It's a good ship. I approve.
0: Yes. You might say you ship it.
1: I do. I ship <sighs> a lot of things lately.
0: Uh. Anyway, they had a call. We
1: are going to talk about Thor Ragnarok.
0: <laughs> See, they get a call from Longarm Prime, so he's all, uh, hey, uh, I'm just going to be totally chill about this, guys, but it looks like you're getting close to Earth, and I super told you not to go to Earth ever, and to tell me if you're yes. going to Earth, and there's definitely not something that I don't want you to know about Earth, but you should definitely call me before you go there, and also not go there, and also, hi, it's me, Longarm Prime.
1: He is the least <laughs> chill about it. Oh, my God.
2: Super panicky. It's almost cute. Almost
0: cute. I mean, if he weren't a cycloptic murderer. Well,
2: secretly. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> but uh, luckily, they're on, apparently on, like, a party line, because Ultra Magnus uh, just uh, slotted to their DMs here to say, Hey, Longarm, we, uh, <laughs> you know... We, sorry we didn't tell you, but we didn't want to tip off Wasp because, remember, they still believe that Wasp is like this Decepticon criminal mastermind and not like a deranged, pitiable shell of a man. Oh. So because they know that they, you know, Wasp is on Earth and he's not going to where the Decepticons are. He's going to the Autobot base.
1: Yep. He is making a beeline uh. for the Autobot base.
0: Uh, that's okay. uh, that's a, that's, a, that's a that's a joke out of B movie. <laughs> oh man, if wasp was like if like his insanity in prison just caused him to talk like Jerry Seinfeld.
1: That would be a thing. That would definitely be oh. a high concept
0: joke. What's the deal with you betraying me? Anyway, luckily, the Autobot base is well-guarded by Bumblebee, who is on monitor duty, uh, by which I mean he is just playing video games.
1: You know, like you do.
0: Yeah. Specifically, <laughs> well, a video game. Yes, a Ninja Gladiator. We've got, uh, yeah, Torque 3 from Day of the Machines in the background. Yes. Uh, we've got Antron from the Micronauts, and uh, that is apparently Snake Eyes fighting him. This is like a like a street fighter style fighting game.
2: Yes. Mm,
0: yeah. And apparently the uh other characters mentioned in the uh the Allspark Almanac include a guy based on Hudson from Gargoyles. <laughs> oh. A, a big boy from or sorry, Big Boss from Cops.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: uh somebody from SWAT Cats.
2: <gasps> yes. Yeah, um it's the, um Cat Lady from the later season.
0: Yeah, Cat Lady. Got, uh, got Slaughter Steel Grave from Starriers.
2: Yay! Which, oh, I love that name so I much. Mean, that's such I a good am name. annoyed he hasn't come back. Like, he should be a Decepticon.
0: <laughs> you got a guy He's based on somebody from, uh, man. from Superbook, which is like a Bible thing. What? Uh, okay. Ask, uh, ask David Willis about this. Uh, Miles Mayhem from Mask. Nice. Yay! Currently back in comic books. Uh, Turboteen.
2: <gasps> Turbo uh,
0: Turboteen!
2: Turboteen is best forgotten.
0: And Hideous Giant Brain Guy, who is in one issue I, of the UK Transformers comic.
1: I love oh. Turboteen because when I try to explain it to people who weren't actually alive back <laughs> then, they always think I'm making it up.
0: <laughs> it yeah. is nightmarish.
1: Because what the hell?
0: It's a guy turning into a car via Cronenbergian shapeshifting.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: he's sort of a car animorph. And-
0: An automorph.
2: It's amazing.
0: Anyway, so yeah, the there's a Cybertronian signal nearby. The Autobots go out to investigate. And Bumblebee is just still playing uh Ninja, Ninja Gladiator. <laughs> yes. The Elite Guard gets there, and Sentinel is horrified by this liquid falling from the sky. Is Earth the only planet with rain?
1: Apparently. Or at least... I. You know, with him, it's like he could just be making a big deal out of it because he's a jerk.
2: Yes. Or maybe he just doesn't go on that many planets. Like, maybe the spider planet was the last time he was on a... Yeah, the the last time I was on a planet, it was full of
0: spiders, and they ate my girlfriend, so... Uh, this isn't happening. But Jazz is there, and Jazz just kind of...
1: hates other planets now.
0: Yes. But Jazz is totally cool with it, because Jazz is kind of cool with everything.
1: Yeah. He's a cool kind of guy. He's chill.
0: So, back at baseball, he's still playing his video game, the power goes out, the emergency lights come on, and there is Wasp.
1: Mm. Dun-dun! And he
0: is super terrifyingly crazy.
1: You know, like, talking in third person kind of crazy.
0: I mean, talking like Scott McNeil's Waspinator crazy. Yes. Except kind of more menacing, because, like, Beast Wars was kind of a show where just you would just have a guy who talked like a bug man, and that would just be a thing.
1: Yes. Whereas here,
0: it's a sign of long-term psychological damage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, like, Waspinator would try and shoot and kill the Maximals. Wasp here is just trying to get a modicum of revenge back on Bumblebee without murdering him?
0: Yeah, because I guess the Autobots don't have the death penalty, because he just blasts Bumblebee and just takes off his helmet, revealing his weird skull face.
1: Which is more than a little creepy.
0: Yes. And so he's got, like, a paintball gun and uh, what appears to be a container <laughs> of Surge.
2: Mm. Oh. No, it, it, it's the formula from... uh uh, ah, reanimator.
0: No, no, no. Jeffrey Combs is on the next show.
2: Oh. Right.
0: <laughs> and there actually is an episode where he experiments with like green stuff.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's so good. I love that.
0: And what should the note of red? Dan, ravage dead. Details later. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he's he's gonna make Bumblebee lose everything. So Bumblebee he blacks out and he wakes up. And the Autobots are looking at him, uh, including Bumblebee. <laughs>
1: <gasps> Except Bumblebee's got his face mask on, and his eyes are pink.
0: Yes, and he yeah, sounds should... kind of weird because, indeed, Bumblebee has been repainted green. He's been kit-bashed.
2: <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
0: well, it's the only
2: way to actually get a wasp. There was yeah, there was we almost got one a wasp toy.
0: Although, like. I think it actually was, like, on the card back. Like, it was a code cell, I
2: think, on something else.
0: It was called uh, Fugitive Bumblebee, and it still had the Bumblebee head.
2: Well, it's close enough.
0: Yeah, close enough. You never got it.
1: It's not Fugitive Bumblebee.
0: So, I mean, it isn't quite the same mechanism, but Bumblebee has been superior spider man
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it kind of is.
0: So uh, nobody quite notices that Bumblebee Center has a weird buzz to his voice, that his battle mask is stuck, and also he's kind of more murderous than normal.
2: Well, they, they do kind of <laughs> notice his mask, and they point it out, but it's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, the rain, it, it messed with it. He they? blames the rain.
0: Well, much like uh Millie Vanilli. When was the <laughs> last time we even saw Bumblebee's battle mask? I, it was at least, like, a season ago. I think it was only in the first season. It might have been. It's been a while.
1: He doesn't use it much. I mean, he doesn't battle much. He's just this guy, you know. What?
2: D- there was Megatron controlling Omega Supreme a few episodes ago. That would have been a time oh.
1: to use it. Okay, fine. Yeah. And he did up- get upgraded to combat stingers.
0: Yes. So yeah, he they are not buying it, so he just hightails it out of there. So the Autobots are about to give chase, but then they run at the door right into Sentinel Prime and Jazz and... Much, much like Optimus Prime, I too hate it when people drop in without uh letting me know first. It's just the worst. Oh yeah, especially when, like when you're going
2: out. That's like the worst oh, possible time. It's like I got a thing to do. Why now? No, I'm yeah. no, I'm not letting you in my house No
0: Like we had plans. We were going to go catch this traitor.
2: You want to hang out? You, you can come to lunch with me, but we we're, were gonna going to get some out. dinner.
0: Yeah. Not here. So Sentinel is his usual dickish self. And it takes him some convincing to actually go and catch a quote-unquote wasp.
1: Sentinel is just like... I mean, I realize that he's just being a jerk about, like, you know, Earth. But he's like a big truck. You would assume that he's like four-wheel drive, but he's just being a big baby about the rain. Like, really? He
0: will not turn, even despite being instructed to do so, he will not turn into the skid.
1: Yes. Ah, he says that's stupid.
0: Yes. And meanwhile, a wasp, I mean, Bumblebot, I mean, Bumblebee, will stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Again, no wonder you guys have such trouble with Longarm. I mean, he's at least basically sane. (laughs) To be fair, Bumblebee is kind of
2: scattershot to begin with. Yes, but he's not a gibbering lunatic. He doesn't
1: refer to to himself in third person.
0: And if he does refer to himself in the third person, he usually comes up with the right name on one try. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's not well. This guy is not well.
0: No and speaking of things that aren't going great, uh, Shockwave is back on Cybertron. He's really trying to call Megatron uh, because he's pretty sure he's about to be exposed, and he would really like him to maybe give him a give him a hand here. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to have to do stiff myself, and, uh, you know, I don't want to do that. So, we're back on Earth. Optimus and Ratchet are indeed saying that, uh, hey, Bumblebee is kind of weird. What's the deal with that <laughs> and that's it. and and now it's time for the episode to sell some toys
1: yes it it is kind of okay, it is very to sell toys yeah,
0: we've got we've got two jets, and of course those can't be Autobots because Autobots can't fly,
1: yeah, no. everybody knows this this is this is established like truth.
0: Yep, so we've got a fire guy, that is Jetfire, voiced by Tom Kenny, and we've got like a wind ice guy, uh, Jetstorm, voiced by Phil Lamar. And... My
1: precious voice!
0: And indeed Jetstorm kind of has <laughs> like a head shaped like the Viacon, which is cool.
1: Yeah. And Jetfire uh, has
2: goggles.
0: Yes. And uh, also, for some reason, they are both, uh, how you say, uh, a Russian Gaiovich. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. what's... I think there was a reason why they weren't. They like gymnasts or something
0: oh, I guess on that Cybertron. Makes sense. Ah, I
1: thought they, thought were, they were just like v. farmers on Cybertron.
0: Uh-huh. I thought
1: they were just like.
0: Ah, yes, yeah. we have been working so hard on Energon Collective.
2: Oh, I probably, yes. I probably should have tried to d- dig out the comic that came with their toys.
0: Yeah, we'll do that on our comics episode if that happens when we can all dig up our stuff. Yeah. Yes. But yes. I will have my copy. Yeah, they came in a two pack and it was, I detailed their origin.
1: Yes. And mm. I believe, wasn't that written by like Marv Wolfman? Or, or,
0: well, I, think Mar- or I think it was Marty I think it was Marty Eisenberg. Yeah. And it was supposed to be released uh, as part of the IDW comic, uh, animated comic series, but then it was not because the aw. it didn't work out with the Tumming to- release.
1: Alas. Mm. But yeah they got a whole pack and back story. It was pretty exciting
0: yeah. so anyway they they have a bit of a fight they get uh yeah you know, so sorry they we're about we get a bit of a team up or sorry a fight because this is kind of like an issue of Marvel team up, so they've got a fight first.
1: Yes. they've got a fight. fight first yeah. <laughs>
0: so they they find wasp who is like just under like a busted pipe, very pathetically trying to scrub his paint off.
1: He's so sad.
0: Like, I mean, you know, they don't know Wasp. Maybe he just had a yellow undercoat. That might not necessarily help you.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, they transform. Uh Jetfire has fire powers. Jetstorm has wind powers. And then it's there. time for symmetrical docking.
2: Yay! Yay! And
0: I'm going to leave this to David to explain.
2: Uh, yeah, I... I don't think it was actually confirmed as a direct reference, but it pretty much really, really is. Back in Gal there are multiple robots that are, like, well, one of them's a fire truck and, and uh, what's the cool one? A crane or something. There's a bunch of things that are all named after, like, dragons like Ryu and Ryu, and something other. Well, it's more just
1: that they're, like, elemental term yeah. dragons. Yeah,
2: because... Yeah, because uh, there's later Chinese ones that show up. Anyway, there's two robots that are brothers, and they combine vertically. But, like, the the crane truck, fire trucks sort of flip together. They say, shout symmetrical docking, and, and it's wonderfully animated, which the docking sequence of this is a reference to. Yes. Not quite as well drawn, but it, it's fun. And and they just sort of flip upside down and become one giant robot and shout their combined robot name. Which yes. is uh Tenryu? Or is it, wait, what's the combined one? I can't remember. Usually, but...
1: like Cho Jin.
2: Oh, Cho Jin. Oh yeah, Ten Tenryu is the girls from Final. I, I think, think so.
0: Anyway, as you as you were saying that they're brothers and they it sounded like one of those improvised uh, Rick and Morty episodes. <laughs> 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 the, Morty, they're are they're, they're brothers and they combine and they're robots. It's, it's symmetrical docking, Morty.
2: Oh yeah, and admittedly Cho Ryujin Jin isn't the most inventive name. Since it basically means super dragon man. Yeah. Although well, he's a robot, but whatever.
1: Also, I had super. their toys. Uh so those who who are like old school botcon people, uh there's this uh dealer named David Coloni Neji, and he would have like awesome stuff that was just like Someone had found cases of in a warehouse somewhere and he would have them really cheap and that's how like 90% of the fandom supply of, uh, Pyro and Clench from late G1, early G2. Uh, that's where they came from. Uh, huh. and at some point he had gotten a hold of some of these that were in like Korean packaging, uh, and had them pretty cheap. I want to say that I paid like $20 each for them and uh ended up selling them a couple years ago for 200 each.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Uh
1: to someone who was very happy to have them and actually who I ended up following on Twitter after <laughs> that. Uh but yeah, that uh they they are very cool toys. Uh and I highly recommend them if you have several hundred dollars.
0: Or if you want a cheaper version, um Fire Sto- or uh Jetfire and Jetstorm are also reasonably cool.
2: Wait, what what is their combined mode called? Their
0: combined mode is called Safeguard. It would make more sense if it was called Firestorm, but then also DC Comics would sue them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We call it Storm Fire?
0: Eh, that's probably still too close.
1: (laughs) Their name is, hey, what do we have a convenient trademark for lying around? Okay, that'll work.
0: Yep. Jet, jet,
2: Jet Blast. Call them Jet Blast. (laughs)
0: that's the most generic Transformers name
2: ever (laughs) Fire Blast yeah more memorable than Safeguard
0: (sighs) I I guess Fire Blast
2: (laughs) (laughs) anyway there the the Sentinel arrives and explains oh yeah we did we built these guys re-engineered them from technology we stole from Starscream when they had captured him
0: yeah so they just have like Starscream robot DNA or something
1: yeah you know Starscream robot DNA yeah there was some more about that in the comic. Yeah. I do think it's kinda neat how this stuff like ties into that. Like that is clearly more canon than most. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's a thing.
0: So, back at uh, Autobot Base, Wasp is trying to be Bumblebee by slacking off and playing video games, and I'm just wondering, is he like just planning to be Bumblebee forever?
1: Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe he just figures he's Bumblebee now.
0: Yeah, because he's like going through the Autobots' like files so he can like find out all the stuff that Bumblebee did, so he can like do the whole "Oh, if you're Bumblebee, then uh, who's in the Society of Ultimate Villainy?"
2: <laughs> yeah. So he's he's becoming a single yellow robot. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. He is. So Bubblebee is becoming increasingly desperate, uh, so much so that he, like, raids a hot dog cart and just starts smearing himself with mustard. Aww, so that he can be it's, yellow.
2: It's a clear mistake, cause he's, he's using brown mustard.
0: That's Dijon mustard. Work. That's, that's not gonna work.
2: <laughs> no. <sighs> he tried. Prowl, he gets angry at the cart, picks it up, and Prowl shows up and shouts, put down the hot dog bot. Which, <laughs> I don't know why that made me giggle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Bump, but then Bumblebee finally does the whole. Hey, if I'm Bump, Bumblebee, how else would I know that I totally knocked a big tower on, or sorry, that you totally you knocked don't. a big tower on Sentinel Prime, and then I took the fault and I took the blame for it. And so then <gasps> Bulkhead is just adorably overjoyed.
1: There's squeaky noises as he bounces up and down about it. it's yes. very
2: yeah, and, cute. And- and he makes squeaky noises every once in a while for the rest of the episode, which is, is adorable, but Bulkhead is so big. what is on him is making those squeaky noises as he, he hops actually, around? Like,
0: he was so overjoyed, he actually stepped on a couple of people.
2: Oops. And oh. that's
0: just the noise he's making as they become increasingly two-dimensional with his giant, oh, colossal oh, weight. That's, mm.
1: that's not good.
0: And also, this is... uh Unfortunately, they are then spotted by the jet twins, who then assume that Prowl and Bulkhead must also be traitors.
1: Yes, Bulbous bulbous One and Cycle Motor. Yeah,
0: I believe they call him Bulbous Green One. (laughs) Because they know, they they know speak of the English.
2: No. (laughs) No. Well, and they're extra suspicious, because I guess they've been trained by Sentinel to be paranoid weirdos.
0: Yes. They have had
1: well, excellent I think Dick being training. trained. Being trained by Sentinel is really that's that says it all right now. Like
0: like maybe get Jazz that say. job, guys. He's very chill.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a good guy.
0: Because indeed, as as the they're driving later, Jazz admits that he kind of just tunes out half of everything Sentinel says. <laughs> to yeah. which Prime replies, "Only half." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so the twins start attacking Prowl and Bulkhead, and things go sort of pear-shaped. Although, I, I love the visual gag. I don't know why. Bulkhead crashes into a bus, sits up, and then the bus is his face and head. Yeah. Yes! yes. Just, and there's it, big it, eyes. It's, it's a ridiculous visual, but so adorable. And he's like that for, like, <laughs> I don't know, the next few shots.
0: And also, at one point, uh, one of the uh, Jet Twins uh, transforms into robot mode and rise the other like a—it's very Sky Surfer Strike Force.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was my thought, too. <laughs> kind of using him as a surfboard.
0: Fun fact, one of the characters from that show was a guy who threw boomerangs and was named Soar Loser, like S-O-A-R.
1: Oh, uh, Why? Why? No, no. Because
0: that show was terrible.
1: That's, mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that doesn't even have yeah. anything to do with Boomerang. I mean, I think he might have also been that, – that show was definitely dubbed in Canada, so I think he might have been Scott McNeil.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I I know Scott McNeil was somebody there. It kind of – well, it, it would make sense if he was the Boomerang guy.
0: I'm sure Scott McNeil was somebody.
1: If it was in Canada in the 90s, Scott McNeil was in there somewhere.
0: I'm reasonably sure the main lady was Venus Terzo. <laughs> of course. And then I, I think, think the main was. bad guy was uh Richard Newman. Ooh. Because he like Rhinox was like the one non-evil character he ever voiced.
1: Aw. He
0: was also I think he was also he was also M Bison. Um, yes! Oh, yes. Yes, he, he was. was, and was he great. was uh, that problem. kind of Saddam Hussein guy on GI Joe Extreme. Ooh. Uh Iron Claw. Extreme
2: Extreme.
0: He had he had like, <laughs> like like a skull mask, but he also had like a beret, like Saddam Hussein.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. Also oh, like, like M
0: Bison. Oh yeah, he huh. just played a lot of like pseudo fascist dictators, and also Rhinox, who later became <laughs> a fascist dictator. <laughs> Dun
1: dun dun! Uh, oh, yeah.
0: like that's just what happens if you sound like like uh, Richard Newman.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it goes. It's how things pan
2: out. Oh.
0: Anyway, oh god, I can't believe I, was, I spent like two minutes talking about Sky Surfer Strike Force. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, Bushead. Uh, that's a, that's head. a
0: Patreon episode that hopefully will never happen.
2: Oh no, yes. no.
0: No, there's so many other stupid things we could watch. And that isn't robot-related. We'd probably be further ahead watching, I don't know, Bots Master.
2: <gasps>
0: oh, no. Yes! Oh, oh. I've opened Pandora's oh. box! <laughs> oh, no.
2: Or is it Pandora's box?
0: Oh. no! Cool.
2: Let's watch something better. Can we at least watch Bionic 6 or something? Oh, Suicide. <laughs> uh.
1: I think I, some, no, I got rid of all my VHS tapes, so I would not have any bots. I'm sure fails, it's
0: well, on I'm afraid, Oh, thank
2: goodness. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyway, so <laughs> everybody is finally there. Everybody's just kind of yelling at each other. Bulkhead, for a while, is just kind of holding Bumblebee like an action figure.
1: Yes, it's very <laughs> cute.
0: And Bumblebee, or Bulkhead just finally explains, this is definitely Bumblebee. Stop being a dick. And we're... And before that, I guess, before he realizes that, we get uh some sort of angry Bulkhead who um, – oh, no, sorry. No, that comes later. Never mind. Um, because, because Bulkhead hates Wasp.
1: Which, I mean, that's reasonable. Yeah.
0: I mean, even the, now that he knows that he wasn't the traitor, he was just an asshole.
2: Yeah, he was definitely bullying
1: He was still an asshole.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we get, we get, everybody goes back to the plant. Wasp is still insisting that he's the real bumblebee.
2: Oh.
0: And, yeah,
2: after, um, I forget who says it. It's like, oh no, it's Sentinel that says it. Arrest them all and let Ultra Magnus sort them out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh. Anyway, back at the base.
0: Yeah, back at the base. So. Meanwhile,
1: back at the base.
0: And so, you know. Bumblebee sort of lists off a bunch of his past adventures. Sorry, uh, Wasp lists uh, wasp off a bunch of Bumblebee's Bumblebee. past adventures. Yes. So, you know, there's no way to tell out who's the real one, so. They must have a race. Wait, no. Uh, <laughs> they must play video games, which might even be dumber than they must have a race.
1: I, well, uh, at least it it's self-aware.
2: Yeah, it, it plays in the episode, like, Bumblebee claiming to be the fastest, well it's kinda stopped since the blur thing. Plus, it would be an easier chance for him to drive away during a race. Yes. This is a contained Ninja Gladiator tournament, uh, I think it's being live streamed on Twitch. Oh. Uh,
0: you know. I'm sorry, Wasp has been uh, kicked off the team. It turns out that he was just shouting a bunch of racial slurs at, uh, at some 12 year olds.
1: Oh, I hate that, man. You, you think you got somebody pegged oh. as a jerk, and then they're actually a racist oh. jerk.
0: Uh, anyway, it turns out that Bumblebee is good at video games, and Wasp is kind of just a button masher, because he just immediately just decides to hold Bumblebee hostage.
2: <laughs> Which, I... I will admit this is a reasonable strategy in fighting games with your friends. <laughs> Although normally you're not like trying to choke and threaten them. Normally it's just you punch them in the shoulder so they screw up. Mhm. Mhm. I won a couple of fights that yeah. way in college.
0: Oh man, he unplugged my controller.
2: <laughs> that's going a little bit far. Plus, you gotta you have to yank it out of the box. That 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 might pull the PlayStation off the shelf. That that's risky. Yeah. In the you,
1: got, you can only do that when it's someone else's PlayStation.
0: That's a wasp says, you know, I was innocent. I was always, you know, I was always a good guy. And we all, no, no. You were always mean. You know, you're not a traitor, but you were never a good person. Aww. Which, I mean, Cream. that is true. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it, we're, you know, they're trying to make the audience not feel too bad for Wasp here. Because it's mm-hmm. not like he was a nice person who yeah. this happened to.
1: Yeah. It's not yeah, like he's just... 100% a victim here. He's just kind of a victim.
0: I mean, he would be- he would have basically grown up to be possibly an even more dickish Sentinel Prime.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, he, he hits the lights again and... They they come back on, he's gone.
2: Oh, but and... wait, look outside. There's a the yellow thing. Let's go beat him up.
0: Yep. And yeah, Bulkhead just starts beating him up.
2: <laughs> well, it's a reasonable reaction. Unfortunately, it just means he's Bulkhead is sitting on top of uh, laying on the ground and pummeling him with his giant hands. He's actually beating the shit out of Bumblebee.
0: Yes. Poor and, guy. Least... and yeah, his helmet comes off and yeah, it's just Bumblebee under there. And there's like a button on the on the helmet I that turns on the colors helmet? off? helmet, yes. Which he had a
1: little make, button.
0: Which does make you wonder, what was in that uh, container of uh, Surge?
2: <laughs> um, well, th- don't they say, like, uh, reactive paint or something? Oh, what the uh,
0: electronic paint job. Yes.
2: Electronic. Yeah, so, so it's...
0: So I guess you put that paint on him, and then it, like, charges it with electricity to make it green, I guess? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it.
2: I... Sure. Sure. Think that's the thing maybe you can do.
0: And then they figure out that hey, if you know, Wasp was innocent, then no Long Arm Prime uh definitely is the Decepticon. Dun
1: <laughs> dun dun. No doubt.
0: <sighs> so they've got the word back to Cybertron, Ironhide is looking for Long Arm Prime, gets to the council chambers, and there's Ultra Magnus, and he is messed up. <gasps>
1: getting dark again, y'all. And,
0: ha- and they took his his sweet-ass hammer.
1: <gasps> no! Not his hammer.
0: And then he just manages to croak out shockwave. And then he just shuts down.
2: Mm. Oh,
0: He can't deal with this.
1: He can't deal with this now.
0: Uh, and that is the end of the episode. Yep. This one... That's it. I- this one I really did like. Even the, I mean, the toy selling aspects are kind of wedged into it.
1: But, but they're such cute toys. I mean, they, they, my babies. I mean, they, my precious boys? They are
0: fun characters, and I, I like Wasp a lot. Yeah, I, I would have
1: totally ship some, yeah. some twincest there if uh, they hadn't turned out to uh, be like fourteen years old.
0: That's also that. <laughs> I mean, plus, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing when they turn into safeguard.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, 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 combining.
0: And then I think that oh, the the shockwave stuff is really like it's kind of chilling. I I really yeah. like everything they yeah. end up doing with shockwave, even when he is like a hilariously terrible actor.
2: <laughs> yes, and uh, it, it's more
1: which he is.
2: It's more interesting than the last episode where the, like, the two halves just were disconnected. This time. Yes. It weaves together the stories. Mm-hmm.
0: No, and, I, and I, Sentinel Prime is one of my favorite characters in the show and I just love him being a hilarious asshole. <laughs> yes.
1: He is definitely that. Yeah.
0: And so, yes, that is, uh, the end of Where Is Thy Sting, but we will be back next week, uh, with a special celebrity guest star. When we face down the five servos of doom.
1: Dun, dun, dun. All yeah, ninjas.
0: Yeah, oh, is my.
2: <laughs> Wait, is, is that the one with, oh, yeah, two celebrity guests?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I guess, two, I guess one celebrity guest that we have already seen, and then one who uh, yeah. who we have not seen before, but we'll see later in Transformers. Yay! Hmm. Shields up, Captain. <laughs> oh, my. Get ready for some... Terrible George Takei impressions. Buckle yeah. up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lock on that signal and fire. <laughs> but until then, uh, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Tumblr, we are on Twitter, and we're on Facebook.
1: And we are hosted by net, uh, where we have a Patreon set up to help with our hosting and other costs. That is at Icon. I'm sorry,
0: it's patreon.com slash icon underground. You will get a, you will get a wide variety of uh, bonus episodes. Us discovering, or us discussing Marvel movies, old cartoons, and in, and, uh, at least one. Li- and new anime. We got movie. some anime in there and we got uh, a live action Transformers movie. Do you want to hear us, do you want yes. to hear us talking for way too long about The Last Night? That's we right. can
1: do that. We for the price do of that. like
0: a third of a cup of coffee a month.
1: Yeah, and hey, I work at Starbucks now, so yeah, that's oh, that's, that's like that's like a fifth coffee. of a cup of coffee. Yeah,
0: <laughs> cup of coffee in the big time. You, you'll get a glass of ice water, and you'll like it for uh, for a dollar. <laughs>
1: get the, the a fifth of a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> they,
0: they they don't even get you get you don't get the pumpkin or the latte. They just give you like a little pinch of spice in your hand.
1: Yes. You get like a little bit. It's really just orange food coloring. You just get a little orange yeah, food little, coloring. A little
0: orange food coloring and some nutmeg. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: And then maybe some sort of uh, beverage that they they color with beetles. You just get the beetles. <laughs> Just a handful of living beetles.
1: Uh, I have not had to give out any living beetles, fortunately. I mean,
0: they don't actually make it there, although it would be cool if they did. It would be cool. Anyway, until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. I'm Luckily, the Ottawa base is well-guarded by Bumblebee, who's on monitor duty, uh, by which I mean he is just playing video games. Well, a video game. You know, Specifically, I guess, Ninja Gladiator.
1: Oh, guys, I'm real sorry. I need to cut us off for a second. Rigby's oh, okay. not doing too Okie well doge. again. I need to go oh. take care of him for a few minutes. I'm sorry. Talk amongst yourselves well, talk for a little bit. Uh, d-
2: did... This game is filled with references, I guess. Well, in the cartoon and also did it show up later? Yeah, it was in the almanac.
0: Yeah, where they introduced like a bunch of other guys who aren't in this. But uh ridiculous stuff.
2: Yeah, but what is in this is the what's the computer thingy that is in the back?
0: That is Torque 3 from Dave the Machines, which is like a kind of a hilarious generation 1 episode and he's extremely uh, goofy. I don't and that, that's actually an episode that I enjoy a lot.
2: I – oh, that – I think that that episode reminds me – oh, what the crap. um
0: I mean I think it's Red a Dwarf, David – oh, sorry?
2: No, but it, it reminds me of a Red Dwarf episode where the computer, Holly – like at one point another computer showed up on the ship called Queeg – but at the end of the episode, you find out Queeg is actually Holly pretending to be another computer program that took over the ship to be a dick to everybody else on the ship.
0: And was that when was that when Holly was a dude or a lady?
2: I think that was still when Holly was a dude before Okay. before they got the lady. And
0: well, I think he was a dude and then a lady, back? and then I think he went back to being a dude?
2: I think... I, I never actually saw the last season or possibly two because it came back... More recently oh, I haven't watched any I of the recent stuff. I just it used to no. be on
0: PBS here.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I I never actually watched it when it was on PBS originally, because I would see the title Red Dwarf, and I was like, that sounds stupid, and I didn't watch <laughs> it. And then eventually, by accident, I did catch it, and so I ended up getting all of it to a point on VHS. Mm-hmm. So I have Red Dwarf somewhere that I can't really Well, I do have a VCR, DVD VCR, old somewhere. I don't know if it still works. It should.
0: But... Anyway, it might also sound familiar should... because it was a David Wise episode, which means that he basically rewrote it from uh... a He-Man episode.
2: Yeah. Oh, right. With the... Was that involved with the, the face belly robot thingies? Oh, from uh, was him?
0: that... Oh, um... oh, crap. What was the robot guy's name on that? That's something... I mean, it's He-Man, so it's something stupid. It's Ro-Man or something. <laughs> Manny Faces? Was he a robot? No,
2: Manny Faces is... He's the actor that pretends to be a robot or a monster. That's... By just changing his face, not the rest of his sort of space suit, spaceman with a giant helmet. Oh, of course.
0: I don't know how I didn't figure out this brilliant name for a robot. Uh, His name is Roboto.
2: Oh... God damn it, He Man. Like,
0: You're wondering who I some am. Some of the secret, names are. I've got a secret machine about it <laughs> does.
2: Uh He Man names are somewhere between stupid and good all the time. No,
0: they're. they're, they're like Skeletor Skeletor, it's Skeletor. Skeletor. I mean, it's fine, but it's just he's a skeleton, and we just changed the end of Skeleton to Skeletor. Yeah. We changed a letter.
2: Well, it's better than Beast Man or Merman or dull stink or I still undecided if that's a good it's one it's
0: not one. good <laughs> I will give them a little credit for I don't know maybe too bad
2: oh yeah too bad that, that one's d- there's some think in there that's
0: and also he's comprised of like guys named Tuvar and Badrin
2: oh so he's a Blackagar Boltagon dude Ugh.
0: well he was like two guys who got fused into one guy
2: yeah yeah who, at least in the newer version of He-Man, I think they hate the fuck out of each other. I mean,
0: I think that was the whole deal. It was like a two-headed guy, and the the two guys hate Mm. each other. Which
2: kind of, well, was sort of toyetic in that they could swing their arms in the original toy, but they could pretty much just only punch each other in the face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm just looking at these um, He-Man names... I still can't believe that. What is with that weird robot elephant guy? Is that like his head? Is he like a from a bunch of robot elephant people? Or was he like a normal guy who I, they gave a robot elephant head to, and now he just wishes for death?
2: death? I don't know. That was from way late after I stopped giving a shit about He-Man. Okay. Oh, other tangent. It's kind of fun seeing He-Man toys in Stranger Things.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's what, Although, what is, it's 84, so we're not... Co- I guess we're just getting into Transformers.
2: yeah. There's no Transformers yet when, when everything was open like T-Man was the floodgate of marketable. Right, I
0: mean, I guess they would have had G.I. Joes at the time as well. But they hadn't quite... Yeah, which,
2: which... I I noticed... Wait, I, I have to Google this to make sure. Um, I noticed something in the last episode, although it had been in previous episodes. And... Come on, Google. Come on. Yes, um... Uh, what does Mad Max call Lucas?
0: Oh, what was call I'm I'm only on episode like 5, so I might not have got there yet.
2: Yeah, you're you're one behind me. I think she has already called him stalker.
0: Oh, oh, oh that, yeah. Um apparently it was around.
2: Yeah, well, well cuz uh in the next episode it'll become it's like, "Oh, I get the reference
0: now." But no, I think uh... I think there were like anti-stalking laws uh, on the books in like California by that time.
2: Well, yeah, but there's a GI Joe called Stalker.
0: Oh, I didn't get that. I who see. is
2: a black guy?
0: Right, but I mean, just, I mean like the modern yeah <clears throat> concept of stalking. I think it was around, like maybe not in Indiana, but well, and she's from California. Remember
2: yeah and she may not be using it in a creepy sense. I'm kind of hoping she is actually referencing g i Joe because I mean funny. she's
0: clearly not crazy about them initially.
2: no because they're weirdos
0: yeah although i appreciate that he is finally being honest with her as of the uh the fifth episode yeah because I think Lucas is atop my power rankings uh for Stranger things kids this year.
2: Dustin started out at the top. I may end up cutting this because this is a lot of... Is half spoilers. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I assume
0: we're cutting a lot of this. Oh,
2: yeah, probably.